Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We've got Kale Sorbo producing. Yeah, it's a Friday show. We love a Friday show. You will love this Friday show. We're, of course, going to keep it short and sweet because the Rockies give us so little, so little. But, you know, there's a lot going on in the world of baseball. And, you know, I'm just going to say this. We are not going to see a ton of transactions until this whole Shohei Otani business is taken care of. Things are really going to heat up then. But that's not to say that there has not been activity this week, because especially in the past couple of days leading into winter meetings in Nashville, We've seen a handful of transactions, and some of them are pretty interesting. We are going to get into those. And speaking of winter meetings, Cody from CHGO is going to join the pod in a little bit, too, to, you know, talk Cubs, talk Chris Bryant, and, of course, just talk about how he sees it all going down at winter meetings coming up in just a few days. But, guys, thanks so much for joining. We have such a fun show, such a fun weekend here at the bar too. And uh listen. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to talk about. The comments are open. That's what I wanted to say. Hello. The thing that I say every single day. I forgot. The comments are open. Hop in the chat. Um if you've got questions or concerns about the Rockies or about other free agents, uh just drop them in the chat and we will address them. We will. Albert in the chat Hello. Thanks for joining us on this Friday evening, our little happy hour show. I'm going to put it out there right now. We've got a whole Breck distillery thing going on at the bar tonight. I'm hearing rumors of $7 cocktails. Sign me up for that, honestly. Honestly. First, let's get into, uh, yeah, winter meetings. They're uh, they're starting up on Monday. Um uh, Ahead of that, okay, we've got some Rockies adjacent news, okay? Garrett Hampson, former Rocky, was with the Marlins this past season. He signed with the Royals this week, one year, two million. Two million. I don't know why I tried to add another syllable to that. Two million dollars for Garrett Hampson. He'll be in the American League. Good for him. And uh, John Gray continues to be Major League Baseball's ultimate good guy. He is going to be hosting... There is a toy drive with the Texas Rangers that's next week. He is hosting the toy drive with his uh, his wife, Jacqueline. It, is he not just the best, most charitable dude? We uh, continue to miss him, of course. But yeah, like a huge toy drive that they're doing. They're going to have other players too, but he's the headliner because he is so charitable. He also just, you know, donated a ton of money to his old school so Oklahoma can have you know, a nicer facility, but this is, this is even better. This is a, an actually really good cause. Uh, but the deal is you bring a toy and you get a ticket for select, uh, Rangers home games. So I think that's really nice. I, I listen, great way to get people involved in a charity. Um, other former Rockies, former, uh, rival manager in the NL West. Gabe Kapler has a new gig in Miami. He is going to be in the front office. Uh, I believe his title is special assistant to the general manager. He, uh, this is not his first round working in a front office, um, environment. I believe he was with the Rays front office for a little bit before he managed with the Phillies. He was with a front office, so if I'm incorrect, I apologize. Um, I'm just not keeping track of Gabe Kapler like that. But 
Yeah, he's got a front office gig. He's had one before. Personally, I think that this is probably where he's going to stay. Not necessarily with the Marlins. I think he's just going to stay in front office roles. I don't see him going back to managing for a long, long time. I mean, yes, I know. He was technically a manager, the manager of the year just a couple of years ago. But I don't think that's his strength. Things did not go well in Philly, and things did not exactly go great last year, this most recent season, for them in San Francisco. They fired him. He's got a new job. I don't think we're going to see him manage again for a long-ass time. All right. Before we um, get into our headliner, our super fun interview with Cody from CHGO, we have to talk about our friends at Circa Resort and Casino, a.k.a. the home of... Stadium Swim. Stadium Swim is like the coolest new thing in Vegas, but it's also the world's largest sports book. A three-story stadium style sports book. It takes 10 people alone just to operate their giant big screen. That's how big the big screen is. And they've got really good food from Victory Burger and Wings Company and Project Barbecue. Uh, and they also have some VIP seating, like lots of options for VIP seating, which I love. Um, but yeah, the casino itself, two 7,000 square feet, two levels, more than 1,300 slots, like 48 table games. They've got dancing dealers. Okay, I'm sorry. This sounds like way too lit. But then Stadium Swim also, uh, they've got, you can fit 4,000 people at Stadium Swim, and I'm dying to be one of them. They've also got an enormous LED big screen, too, with six, pool six pools, two spas, 15K square feet of what they call wet space <laughs> so you know what i i love it. it sounds good to me uh and they also in addition to the casino they've got a great resort more than 500 rooms with a a lot of different layouts uh and it features art from local artists too and vegas is so vegas actually is such a beautiful community with so many amazing artists so i love that they Incorporate that into that. I, I think that goes a long way. So you can elevate your evening too at the Legacy Club or one of the restaurants. Basically, you can have like a great time. You can have a bougie time. You can have a reeling in money with the sports book time. I, I need to get my butt to Stadium Swim. I haven't been there yet, but a lot of, almost all of my coworkers have. So feeling a little jealous. But if you're heading out to Vegas for Broncos Raiders or Avs Knights or any other games, book a stay at Circa. Um, use code DNVR20 for 20% off. That's such a good deal. Um, and of course, the Circa Sportsbook app is available in Colorado. You must, uh, bets must be placed while physically in the state of Colorado, you must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circa Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Okay, one last little shout out. Hero Bread. I love Hero Bread and I can't believe their whole shtick is it is super high fiber it is very low net carb and i would never know you would never know trying it because it just tastes like bread and i love it i use their wraps all the time i'm actually running out of them in my fridge so i need to snag some more you can snag some too though by the way so they've got They've got a code. They have a code. If you use code DNVR, you're going to save 10% off of your first order. 
But again, that's H-E-R-O dot C-O. Save 10% on that order today. Listen, this is so such a great addition to a healthy lifestyle, to making yourself healthy meals. I'm obsessed. Big fan. And again, cannot stress this enough. It just tastes like bread. Nothing weird about it. Nothing funky. Just tastes like bread. Hero bread. Use code DNVR. All right. We got a chance to chat with Cody Del Mendo of CHGO Cubs. They are all heading out to winter meetings in a couple of days, by the way. I think they rented a big old house. There's like eight people from Chicago going down to winter meetings. I was, I almost got to go too, but it just wasn't going to work out. Uh, so I'm a little jealous because it sounds like Nashville is going to be a good time, but also it's a good time if you love baseball transactions. And that is what we're going to talk about with Cody, but Kale, are we ready to air that? All right, here we go. Joining the pod now, Cody Del Mendo from CHGO Cubs. Cody, how are you doing out there? I hear Chicago is lovely this time of year. Uh, well, if you you really have to like focus on the good parts right now, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> I drive down Lakeshore Drive every day, and the skyline still looks immaculate. All mm-hmm. the time. Doesn't matter what time of year. That that's that's the best part about Reaching. being here right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can look at a picture of a skyline, Cody. We're not starting off on a good note here. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, outside the weather, you know, it's it's normal here in November right now. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I will say, um, you guys have a lot of not necessarily Cubs news, but so many Cubs rumors to keep you all nice and toasty during this hot stove season. But you guys did do something really big that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, Craig Council snagging him away from the Brewers. Uh, How do you guys feel about it? Are you excited about having him leading the uh, next Cubs team? Oh, absolutely. I think most of the fan base is excited about it. Uh, I think everyone believes he's an upgrade from David Ross. Uh, I think a lot of people believe theoretically the Cubs probably could have made the playoffs if he was the manager, just based off, you know, his in-game decision making. Uh, you know, he's shown it year in and year out, uh, being a lot better than other managers, I guess, in the game. And I'm not someone who thinks managers play a big part in wins and losses over the course of a season, but uh, you, as we follow the Brewers a lot, obviously since they're a division rival and. You look at their roster, and you they have they have some nice players, of course. Um, they've gotten they got great pitching, but then after that, their offense it's you know a handful like maybe one or two, three guys that you look at their lineup and you're like, oh yeah, that guy's good. How do they score runs? How do they win games? And it's just like <laughs> you look at the manager and you you follow how they win games and his in game decision making and it. I'm not saying he's the reason they win. They won all their games, but he's. I think he has a big influence in it. And um, for me personally, I, I think it's it's a great start to the off season. Now they just need to make the roster better, so it's not so reliant on him to, you know, kind of pull something out of his ass to to make to to create wins. You know what I mean? I I do know what you mean. So let's talk <laughs> about let's talk about who could potentially end up with the Cubs. But of course, the big one that I feel like is at the forefront of the the narrative right now, the Cubs are still one of those teams that are rumored to be still in the running to get Shohei Otani, the prize of this hot stove season. Where are you guys feeling on this? Susie, for two years, I have told myself that it's not going to happen. I I told myself for two years that it's not going to happen. And then 
you know, the off season came like the, the Rangers won the world series and it, the rumors started swirling around and, you know, the Cubs are right there and, you know, top two, top three favorite, perhaps uh, in Vegas, they went from plus 1500 to plus 350 on a lot of different sports books in terms of being a favorite to Lando Tani. Uh, I still think it's a little bit of a long shot uh, because the Dodgers are in LA and he's been out in LA and, you know, they've won the division, as you know, like, every single year for like the last decade and uh, yes thank you <laughs> rub it in rub it in listen i wish they wouldn't i wish they would stop winning divisions too all right um but you know they they've been doing a lot more winning than the cubs in recent years so you know i i think otani really wants to win and it's going to take a big big um you know he, the Cubs are going to have to convince him that they're on the rise to go on yet another run like they did in 2016 or, you know, that era, uh, you know, about seven, eight years ago. So uh, it's easier said than done. And I, I've talked myself into at least believing that it actually could happen, which I guess is more than I ever thought. Uh, I guess it's kind of cool to be part of the, the rumors uh, because this is, this is a generational player that, uh, if he signs with the Cubs, I'm going to automatically think he's the greatest Cub of all time. I, I you well, know, I, he, he's it would be the, tough to compete. right. He's the greatest, he's the best hitter in the league and he is when healthy, he's, you know, a top five, top 10 pitcher in all of baseball. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know what else to say. He, be, being a two-way player that he is, it's, it's unreal. He would bring so much money back to the Cubs just because of the the market in Japan and how popular he is globally. I, to me, I would literally hand him a blank check and he can come play at Wrigley Field 80, game, 80 games a year and the Cubs will make all that money back and more because they already charged one of the most expensive experiences in baseball, make, actually make the team better and also give us some something like really special to watch like that's I, it would be it'd be something that i've never seen i, I that I, I never thought that i would see if if he yeah. actually signs with the cubs so all right well i mean i don't uh we were talking a little bit about this all before we started recording but are, are you a little concerned that having shohei otani potentially visit chicago this time of year could that be a deterrent because it is so kind of not great conditions right now well on a day like today i hope they didn't i hope they brought him in maybe like the last like if they, if they did bring him to wrigley field right like this over the last week, handful of weeks i hope they brought him in on a sunny day when it was at least like 45 degrees i, I don't know uh do <laughs> i think that's a big deal not necessarily because i just you know say suzuki spends most of his off season in japan i believe as well so hmm. It's sunny and perfect here in the summer. Like, I, I don't <laughs> know what else to say. <laughs> is amazing. Unmatched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right now, it's a little rough. Yeah. Right. All right. So he's going to be here mainly in the summer. This is when you want him. That's, I, I don't, I wish you could just take, take the summer and give it to him here at this time. But, and I don't think he's ever actually played at Wrigley Field. So I don't think he's experienced that. I think the Angels came a few years ago, but that was when he, I think he was hurt at the time or something like that. So, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, and they played the Angels last year, but it was in uh, in L.A. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he, I don't think he's actually experienced what it's like to play at Wrigley Field. So, 
That's I, I do think it's going to be a lot of convincing when it comes to that. Um, but I think at the end of the day of Otani, just I think he really just wants to win. And that's why it's hard for me to believe that he's not going to choose the Dodgers just based off history. But you never know. I, you, you, you never, never know. know. Hey, it's yeah. not done until it's done. There's no deal yeah. yet. He could end up anywhere. Let's let's pivot to some other big free agents because there are a lot of guys out there. I know Cody Bellinger is, you know, a guy. Is he going to resign in Chicago? Where do you see him ending up? So, like, when the season ended, I said on our show that Cody Bellinger's, like, number one priority for me. But that was when I didn't think that Otani w- was even a, a chance. So, like, now Bellinger has moved down the list for me. <laughs> I think if Cody Bellinger goes into January as a free agent still, I th- I think the Cubs could potentially bring him back. Uh, right now, I've read some rumors, rumors about him wanting like a 12 year deal and the Cubs just aren't going to give him a 12 year deal. There's, there's no, no way the way with the philosophy that Jed Hoyer has and has shown, um, especially just coming off one really good year after like multiple bad seasons. Yeah. I said on our show yesterday, actually, that I think Bellinger could potentially take a, a long deal like that, but with a player opt out after, or maybe a player or club opt opt out after two or three years um just because maybe he could build his value up even more and make more money because again it's just one good year after a couple bad years i know a lot of people the the big stat nerds talk about the underlying metrics with how hard he hits balls and stuff like that whatever um so right now i'm about 50 50 on bellinger coming back on if like if if i believe it actually will happen uh, right now, you know, he's not big. He's not a big part of the Cubs rumors, but that's just because I think they really are focused on Otani. Um, but again, if he get, goes into January, still unsigned by a team, I think, I think the Cubs have a shot. That's so interesting. I want to talk about another recently departed Cub. Marcus Stroman opted out. Um, uh, that adds another flavor to what the Cubs need in terms of especially starting pitching. And Tyler Glass now has been a big rumor that's been floating around this week. Do you guys think that he could end up in Wrigleyville? Yeah, Glass now is a guy we've talked a lot about this week. Um, and he makes a lot of sense because he's got one year left. The Rays don't want to pay that $25 million that he's due because they're the Rays. Um, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's the simplest way I can put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... You know, he's got one year to prove that he, you know, can get some huge deal. So in a, in, in a way, it's kind of like how they signed Bellinger last year. But one reason why I like the Cubs in terms of potentially getting him is I just don't think they're going to have to give up any of their top prospects for him because I think it's well known that the Rays just don't want to pay him that $25 million. Also, he's had injury problems throughout his career. He's never he's never had a season where he pitched, uh, you know, over 120 innings. He's never had finished a season with 30-plus starts. Um so, you know, obviously the Tommy John's surgery he had is it's not been too long since then. So, you know, there's a lot of question with him, but I'm willing to move someone, some maybe, you know, some not necessarily mid tier, but like I'm willing to move a top 10 guy and maybe a major league piece or something for him. Um, a guy that's, you know, coming off the bench or who's been in the bullpen for the Cubs that, you know, maybe the Rays believe they can unlock like they always do with everyone uh, for one year of glass. Now, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for the Cubs, especially since he's a, you know, 
uh, strikeout rate. He's striking batters out well over 30% of the time. And the Cubs don't have a lot of that in their rotation. They need more of that. Mm -hmm. So it makes a lot of sense for glass. Now. I think that actually could happen sometime this weekend before the winter meetings. Uh, But we'll see. I, I, I was reading today. There's like, you know, anywhere from three to five other suitors. So that's always going to come down to who has the better offer. The Cubs have a top five farm system in baseball. They have a lot of depth. They can move some guys that maybe they feel won't be able to play on their team one day anyway, just because of the position that they play. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. You mentioned you think this is going to, you think something could get done before winter meetings. You guys are going to be at winter meetings. You guys have like eight guys going out there to Nashville this weekend. Yeah, I, I uh, so me, Luke, and Ryan, and then uh, we, obviously we have the the White Sox crew that's going out there too. So you, I, I'm including them in in our group of eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Casey Stanahar, our social media person, will be there. Um, yeah, that, all I know is eight people are going, and I'm getting on an airplane at <laughs> six thirty in the morning Monday morning Oof. at O'Hare. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. That's actually the worst. Uh, but that yeah, is. what kind of, uh, what kind of stuff are you guys putting together while you're out there? Because I mean, y'all got a crew. sounds like it's a freaking party house that you're going to have. I'm a little jealous, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Anything that you can tease that we can look out for? Mm, I feel like we're just going to be on Otani watch the entire time. I, in, in, in some ways that's kind of a party. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I was I said this on our show yesterday that I've never had like that Nashville hot chicken. Oh, I, I need I need that. I, also, I've never actually like hung out in Nashville, and I don't know how far Broadway Street is from this hotel that we're gonna be at. But you know, when we need to take some time to you know let out some steam, I'm willing to go down there and check it out for the one time. You know, <laughs> so we'll see what uh- happens. I, I love this. We will be watching out for all of your coverage. Uh, you know, we'll talk to you soon, but I'm glad we finally got you on the Rockies podcast again. It's good to talk to you again, Cody. I was well, like the third time I've been on now because I've been on with Patrick twice and now with you. Like I might as well just become part of the Rockies podcast. And I actually like I kind of like the roster after watching them beat up on the Cubs in September. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually kind of excited to see how they improve going into next year. Uh, and I'm also, no matter what, I'm always going to root for Chris Bryant. He's one of my favorite players ever. So I am, I want him to change the narrative in, in Colorado. I really do. No one wants that more than us, dude. No one wants that more than us. I want the old Chris Bryant. I want homers. I want, I want him to just play at least a full season. Um, but yeah, we will next time you're out here. We'll, we'll chat. We'll set it up, but good to, good to see you. Good to talk to you. Have fun in Nashville. I appreciate it, Susie. I know I loved Cody saying that, wow, I've been on this show three times. Wait till he hears about Josh Sushan. (laughs) Guys, I will get to your comments in the chat on YouTube in just a second. But first, I have to shout out our friends at Breckenridge Distillery. They are the official bourbon, or they make the official bourbon, of the Denver Broncos. And we have a really cool event going on here tonight to celebrate Breck Distillery. So here's what we've got going on. Um, they are hooking it up for this Nuggets watch party tonight. Game is at 8 o'clock, by the way, so you got some time to get your butt down to the bar. But every cocktail made with Breck Distillery spirits or liquors, 
whatever you want to call it, uh, is $7. That is such a crazy good deal, especially because these are award-winning high-end spirits. This is not well that we're talking about. This is stuff that is made well, okay? But they are, I mentioned, the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos. Um, uh, they've got incredible award-winning spirits, though. They have a new vodka the Broncos blizzard to commemorate the white alternative Broncos helmets. They, they have fun with it and we love it. And they're also the world's highest distillery. They've been doing this since 2008, which um, was actually a long time ago, believe it or not, in case you uh, forgot what year it is. I forget all the time. But you can check out their distillery. They've got an incredible experience there, too. You can grab some Riki Seltzers. We've got these here, too. That's made with Breck Spirits. And, of course, we've got, um, we've got Breck Distillery Spirits at all of our Broncos tailgates. I think we just have a couple left. But bottom line, Breckenridge Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. Uh, pray anywhere. Okay, guys, uh, I promised we would get into the comments. We are going to get into the comments. I did get one from Nico on Twitter. Are the Blue Jays really more of a contender than the Dodgers? I think it's interesting that uh, the Blue Jays are this high in the mix. I really see the way I see it from the, the things that I see swirling around the rumor mill. I do think it's really going to be down to Dodgers or Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have a great product too, but the Dodgers are just like so much the favorite right now. I just, I personally can't see it going any other way for better or for worse. One, they are the favorite, but two, wouldn't that just be our luck as Rockies fans to have to face Shohei Otani uh, several times a season? Yeah, that would happen. Let's check out some more of these comments from our live YouTube show. Will in the chat, I wonder if the Las Vegas A's want to acquire a hometown all-star and former MVP that's already under contract for the next several years. Wouldn't that be an interesting turn of events? I feel like anytime Chris Bryant talks about the, a baseball team in Las Vegas, his hometown of Las Vegas, I feel like he's a little cryptic about it. So I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I feel like anytime he talks about it, he is just a little cryptic in a way that makes me think he wants to be involved either now as a player or maybe post-playing career in some capacity. Something we're going to have to keep an eye on. I'm, I'm watching this, Will. I'm watching this. We will keep an eye on it for you. Steve in the chat, Otani will stay on the West Coast the West Coast, closer to Japan. I, we were just talking about this in the office before the show. I am so convinced that he is going to stay at the West Coast. Um, uh, because, I mean, one, he already lives in California. Is he really going to want to move again? I think, Kale, you mentioned that upstairs, too. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's like it, uh, he doesn't even have to move houses if he signs with the Dodgers. Like, how, exactly. how simple is that? <laughs> so simple. It would be crazy if he didn't. <laughs> but also, I mean, he is so celebrated by the Asian-American community, and that community is so strong on the West Coast. So I think he – I, I can't imagine that that wouldn't make a difference to him because those fans in California are obsessed with him in a way that we – we can't compete with the rest of us. 
They're making signs. They're wearing costumes. And like, this is just to like regular everyday games. Shohei is so loved out there. So loved for so many reasons. <clears throat> oh, Jason in the chat. Always love when Americans never mention the Blue Jays. I, J I just did. I was just talking about the Blue Jays. I talk about the Blue Jays all the time. That's crazy. I actually have a Blue Jays hat. Can you believe that? Jason? Leave me alone. All right. Uh, Will says that he's predicting Otani signs with the Mariners. I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. I kind of like thought earlier this offseason too, like, uh, maybe the Giants because they've kind of held out on signing some big guys. Actually, they tried to throw a bag of money at Aaron Judge, Arson Judge to some. You know, they wanted to sign uh, Carlos Correa. So they have been ready to spend big money and it's all kind of fell apart for them. It, it probably will go the, that way for them too, but I, I could see, I could see it happening. Um, ooh, Michael in the chat. Otani will go to the Dodgers. Sorry, Rockies fans. Okay, here's also how I feel about it. I, we know how much opposing fans love to visit Coors Field. We know that when some opponents come to Coors Field, it's a little... It's a little lopsided in terms of fan attendance in the visiting team favor. This happens to us all the time, especially with teams like the Cubs, where there's so many people from Chicago. Um, uh, I feel like we get a lot of Braves fans. Uh, we get so many Dodgers fans. So I feel like this is like low-key my little rant that I'm going to go on. I feel like Dick Bonfort would probably love if Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers because you would get the benefit, the the bump every time uh, the Dodgers are in town, but at the same time, he didn't have to spend any money. So that's kind of my little conspiracy theory. I don't think I'm, I don't think it's that crazy. Oh, Will asking, how is a shot of that bourbon in a glass of eggnog? I can't say I've personally tried that yet, but I imagine it sounds it's, it sounds really good to me is what I'm trying to get at. I think we have kind of similar. We have a white Russian on the menu now, right? We do. And we, it's very good. Very good. So, you know, same family. They're not siblings. They're cousins. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have a white Russian. So I would imagine that eggnog with uh, that bourbon would be just as freaking good. If you like eggnog. Not everybody if you like, like eggnog. Yeah, every, not, not everybody's an eggnog person. You know, um, I'm assuming since he asked about it. He's an eggnog person. Yeah. I, I need one of those. That's what I'm going to be doing after this, by the way. The whole freaking gang. My, my crew is coming in after this show, and we're going to tear it up at the bar. But until then, we got we to gotta finish talking about the free agency frenzy going on. I feel like things are finally starting to heat up a little bit, and things are going to move so much faster. Once Shohei Otani ends up somewhere, then we can all just stop talking about it and just figure out where everyone else is going to sign. But until then, so many things have happened this week. Today, Luis Severino signed with the Mets. So uh, he agreed to a one-year $13 million deal with the Mets on... Oh, that was on Wednesday night. Okay, so I apologize. I'm a little behind. Uh, I don't know the days of the week. But, yeah, so this happened. I think it was official today. But um, he did write a really sweet goodbye note to the 
Yankees universe. They're not even a world. They're a cinematic universe at this point. Uh, but he said thank you because he's been there. I mean, they signed him when he was 17 years old. He has been with that organization his whole career. And now he's going to the Mets. He's getting that bag. Uncle Steve paying up $13 million for a year. And then today, a couple other uh, pitchers came off the market. Nick Martinez and Emilio Pagan, both righties, both landed with the Reds today. Yesterday, oh, uh, Mets signed Joey Wendell, too. Do you care? He's a shortstop. Um, also, Delaware dude. So many, there's so few Delaware dudes. And, of course, our favorite Delaware dude forever will be Chad Cool. But fun stuff. Um, uh, the A's. The A's invited Max Muncy and Shohei as non-roster invitees to spring training. Of course, that's the other Max Muncy, the one that's in the A's organization, and a different Shohei. Um, because the A's are the wish.com of baseball. All their little knockoffs. Uh, earlier this week, we had some uh, some action, too. The White Sox signed uh, shortstop Paul DeYoung. And to make room, they got rid of Adam Hazley. Um, the White Sox also signed our old friend Winton Bernard to a minor league deal. Um, of course, gone from the Rockies organization yet again. Um, I would be hilarious if he ended up back like a third time. But, yeah, good for him. Little new change of scenery. He's such a journeyman, but we love him. Uh, oh, the Tigers signed a right-handed pitcher, Kenta Maeda. So we are just seeing all these pitchers kind of start to come off the market. But I think it's going to be a lot more aggressive, of course, after we see where Shohei ends up, where Yamamoto ends up. It's going to be, I think that this is going to be such a fun week of baseball coverage. Well, next week will be a fun week. Um, before... Before I let y'all go, we should shout out Illegal Pete's, our favorite, our favorite spot. They have such a good deal going on right now. If you have tickets to, is it an Avs or an, an Avs or Nuggets games? I think so. Yeah. Um, so if you have tickets to games this season, you can head to Illegal Pete's before or after, and you show them your ticket, you will get a free house mark or a free draft beer with their uh, sound check promo. So much fun. So uh, go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Um, and, and for me, either quesadillas or reverse nachos, my two favorite foods, my two food groups. Love our friends at Illegal Pete's. Um, we have so many things going on at the bar this weekend. I can't even... I can't even keep track, but we've got this insane, this insane uh, Breck Distillery special going on for our Nuggets watch party. On Saturday, our friends uh, at Avalanche of Pride are going to be in the building for the Avs-Ducks game. Um, and apparently there's going to be Stella Artois glass engravings. So you could walk away with a custom glass and that's really cool. And also Avalanche of Pride, great organization. We love working with them. Sunday, we have a Bet365 Broncos watch party featuring Funslinger Towers. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, and also there's another, or there's a never summer snowboard giveaway and a chance to win a bunch of money in bonus bets. Let me repeat that. You have a chance to win bonus bets. 
That's really cool. Um, and also uh, Sunday, we have a Red Hawk roofing Avs watch party, and they are donation matching. Proceeds will go to the Volo Kids Foundation, one of our favorite foundations. We love making sure kids in Colorado have access to sports because that is so important. Nothing is better than sports, especially when you're a kid, especially when you're a kid. Uh, but yeah, fans can also win a Kale McCarr jersey. That would be pretty cool. So we have so many really cool things happening at the bar tonight. I will be he at the bar this weekend. Um, I think it's going to be a great time. Kale, are you going to be here for any of it, either working or for fun? I'll be here tonight and on, uh, yeah, I think tomorrow as well because there's another Nuggets game. And then I will be on the slopes on Sunday, so I won't be here. Ooh, there's back-to-back -back Nuggets games. What there's is this, been baseball? A, I know. There's been a lot of them lately. I'm not, not stoked <laughs> about it for the Nuggets, but that's okay. I, I love hearing you guys being like, oh, gosh, back-to-back -back games. Meanwhile, I'm like, I just did, like, <laughs> so many back-to-back -back games, and I'm still not recovered from this past season. But there you go. Yeah. Do we have any other comments in the chat? I got to open my laptop uh, back up. Just one from couple. Uh, I'm oh. cautiously optimistic Yamamoto will end up with a Mets knock on wood. Ooh, okay. Interesting. M Michael is a Mets fan. So, uh, yeah, he is a cautiously optimistic is definitely a phrase that applies to Mets fandom more than anything. That would be interesting. I, I really don't think Yamamoto and Otani are going to end up in the same place. If anyone could afford it, it would be the Mets. But I think, yeah, Yamamoto, he knows he's going to get the bag with the Mets. They will pay anything just to trade him away for nothing in the middle of the season. So, sure, actually, I, I, think, I think there's a chance. Although maybe players wouldn't want to go down that route because they saw, you know, Scherzer and Verlander getting those big ass contracts just to be traded away in the middle of the season for what and for what. So, yeah, I love this time of year. I love seeing the drama of free agency and we're going to keep you updated on all of it. Make sure you're keeping track on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. Kale, where can we follow you uh, throughout your frenzy of Nuggets games and also on the slopes? I'm assuming we'll get some picks. Yeah, uh, I will just uh, follow me on Twitter at Kale Sorbo. Kale with two L's. Two else. Uh, guys, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what I love to say about closing out a show? What do you say, Suze? I say, fuck it, we ball. Fam, I will be right back here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel live at noon mountain time. Until then, have a great weekend. We all silly like the mayor.